are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, Episode 61, Be Not Weary in Well-Doing. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, welcome back to the Vibrant Life Podcast. I'm Emily Romrell and I'm psyched to share some of my thoughts with you today. I appreciate your patience with me as new podcasts have been a little sporadic lately. Life is a whirlwind, my friends, (laughs) but life is also so good. And every time I do an episode here, I feel so grateful for the opportunities that I have and the wonderful support that I receive. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen here once in a while. And if you like this podcast and you feel like it's been helpful, I would love a quick review on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you tune in on. Reviews make such a big difference in getting this out to more people. And also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you know when new episodes are out. Today, I want to share something that's especially dear to my heart. Uh, If you've been with me for a while, you'll know that I love mottos or sayings that inspire me to live to the fullest. And obviously, uh, live a vibrant life is a major mission statement of mine. But another one that is pretty much tied in importance to me personally is to be not weary in well-doing. And this is the message I want to offer to you. The saying, be not weary in well-doing, is actually a scripture reference. And in this podcast and in life, I don't necessarily focus on religious or spiritual things but I don't avoid them either. I just let the lessons and the concepts I share come naturally. Uh, Spirituality is a big part of my life, so you're going to get scriptures from me sometimes, but I hope that doesn't deter you, and if you don't think of yourself as religious, I hope you'll keep an open mind here because this idea to be not weary in well-doing has changed my life in a big way. In the New Testament, Paul uses this phrase in Second, uh, <laughs> Second Thessalonians chapter three, and also in Galatians six nine to ten, and um, I'm going to read the Galatians verses to you, and they say, "Let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith." And as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have a book of scripture called The Doctrine and Covenants, and uh, you should definitely check that out if you're interested. And in section 64, verses 32 to 34, we read that, we read this, But all things must come to pass in their time. Wherefore, be not weary in well-doing, for ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. Behold, the Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind, and the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land of Zion in these last days. I love these scriptures so much. In my own journey, I have had some weary days. I struggle with depression and anxiety, and I've dealt with those demons for a long time. I think I have a pretty good handle on them, but you know, I still have my days. And more recently, I've been dealing with fibromyalgia and chronic pain physically, and the more I deal with my own challenges, the more compassion I have for others. 
And I know everyone seriously struggles sometimes in their own ways. And I only mention this because I think it's okay to be weary sometimes. And in fact, in this life, it's unavoidable, right? The key, I think, though, is to do our best not to stay there for too long. These scriptures give me hope. First, in Galatians, Paul teaches us that everything happens in its due season, and we will reap our reward if we faint not. When he talks about fainting not, it's not passing out, right? (laughs) It's not losing courage to continue on. And he explains that even in the midst of our trials, we also have the opportunity to do good to others, which is a major key to staying positive in tough situations. In the Doctrine and Covenants, we learn that all of us have a purpose and we are laying the foundation of our great work and that the great work is our life. And I mean, there's you could relate that to a lot of things, but honestly, I believe our life is our great work. And out of small things proceedeth that which is great. And I love that because my crazy mind loves to get overwhelmed. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like I should be doing all of these big things and I might not be making a big difference like I want to. But this is a reminder that the little things are what count. And the little things combine to build bigger things. And just FYI, also, the scriptures mention the importance of small things at least 27 times, because I just looked it up. (laughs) And just while I'm working through all of the references here, I want to talk about a tender mercy in my life. Uh, The saying, be not weary in well-doing, has sort of become a code or a key phrase between me and Heavenly Father. I was about to say it's like an inside joke, but it's not a joke. It's like so tender to me. Um, And it often pops up when I'm struggling and need a reminder, and it helps me realize that I am doing better than I sometimes think. Another wonderful thing about my church is that we have general conference every six months, And leaders from our church share uplifting messages and guidance to help us in modern times. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you that this saying, be not weary in well-doing, almost always pops up. And it's like a a personal bingo moment (laughs) for me. And I just did another search and there's four pages of search results of talks in general conference that that mention be not weary in well-doing. So... I think that this concept, it's a pretty big deal. I already mentioned briefly that we all feel weary from time to time, and that's okay. We can't control many of the difficult things that we go through, and the struggle is part of the process in this life. But here's the truth, my friends. We do control how we respond to our circumstances, and we can choose to face our challenges with optimism and hope. And we can choose to be cheerful even in the midst of very hard things. And I think the key to doing that is in well-doing. So what is (laughs) well-doing? I think you can look at it in multiple ways, right? It's the practice of doing good things. And my friends, there are so many good things we can do in this world. I'm only going to focus on a couple here. But first, let's just take a moment and... I want you to think about how you are currently spending your time. Are you filling your days with good things? And don't be too critical of yourself because that's not helpful. Uh, You are probably not giving yourself enough credit for the good that you do. 
But are you being deliberate in how you spend your time, or are you running on kind of an automatic mode? It's something to consider. I want to talk about doing good things for yourself. Self-care is critical, and I'm learning more and more that I can't give to others as much as I would like if my own energy and health aren't a priority first. So part of well-doing is simply taking care of yourself. Are you eating healthy? Are you getting enough rest? Do you make an effort to move and exercise? These are the things that everyone knows they should be doing, but often they take a backseat in our lives. But we have to take care of ourselves. It's so important. And as someone who has been struggling with chronic pain, I can tell you that good health is a gift. So give that gift to yourself and then you can share even more with the people that you love. Also, um, do good things that make you happy, right? It's so important. What are you passionate about? Make time for your hobbies and talents that bring you joy. It doesn't matter if it's playing a musical instrument or baking or building things or doing sports. The options are endless, but I know that often when we are feeling weary, it's because we're not doing the things we love. And this is so important. And when you share what you love with others, that joy is multiplied exponentially, right? Do the things that you love to do. That brings us to well-doing in the lives of others. Service is so key to making the most of life. When you take time to focus on people that you love rather than only on yourself, weariness can fade in magical ways. I think that's why we all have our different talents, right? We're supposed to share them. And some of the most impactful talents, besides those I already mentioned, are those quiet, understated ones. And these talents are things like being a good listener, making sure others feel included, and even remembering other people in our prayers. And again, the options are endless, but I want you to know that you make a difference in your own special way, and it's important for you to realize that. And it's important to make loving others a priority in our lives. That's a big part of well-doing. To be not weary in well-doing, it's just another way to say, live the vibrant life. (laughs) The main thing is to make a proactive effort to be the kind of person that we all have the potential to be. And I want you to believe me when I tell you that your potential is astounding. You have the ability to do so much good, and you make the world a better place just by being you. And again, please don't be too hard on yourself, because it's important to become better and work on yourself, but also give yourself some credit for where you are right now as well. There's a tremendous poem by Stephen Haas. I don't know how you say his last name. It's H-A-A-S-E. But I love this poem, and I think it helps to showcase our potential. It's entitled, How to Make a Difference. (laughs) A poem. The universe did not second-guess you, my friend. For billions of years, life has labored for you. Now you're here, alive. How amazing is this? You are life itself, evolution in motion. Your human ability to think and to wonder, to plan and to dream, 
are all miracles themselves. Creation, it wants to move forward right now, and you are the best circumstances it has. When you hold your thoughts back, feeling not good enough, you deprive all of us of your greatness. When you hesitate to act out of fear of failure, you deny your own divinity. You are more than just you, though that's what you are too. You are dust become mobile, consciousness with will. You have freedom of choice. There is nothing impossible when you simply start. So don't hesitate, question, or doubt your own skills. Just set pen to paper or instrument to lips. Put your hand on the wheel and start changing the world. And you'll notice the times that you truly feel free are the moments you go beyond familiar and safe. Just peek past the boundary set up in your mind. Have at that blank page and create with your being. Give it everything, hold nothing back. Tap into a vein and smile as you see that we all have that vein. You just opened yours first. The trick of being human is to be the first one. To risk being silly and to fall on your face. But if you get up and keep stepping forward, the future will open. It's yours to create. And why not? Who's to say that you're not good enough? Even if you're just starting, keep taking those steps. Move forward, move forward, move forward again. And when you slow down, just reach out and offer your hand of goodwill to those you can help. And help them be more, do more, and thrive. The shortcut to happiness is to make others smile. Like a boomerang of love, it comes right back to you. So smile. Right now, just do it. And see that the secret to happiness is already in you. Just be still. Listen closely and let it arise. The freedom that bubbles up from deep inside. Life is all in, and you can be too. Know you're a light. Be on fire and blaze. The world is in need of your vision of more. More kindness, creativity, courage, and love. So step out and be the one who sets a new path. Make a dent in the universe. Prove what can be. The power is in you. It's in all of us. If you believe it and do it, you've already won. I love that poem so much. I just, I'm always inspired by the thoughts of other people. And I love poetry and quotes, you know, I'm a huge nerd that way. But it makes me feel inspired and encouraged in my own life. And so the challenge this time, my friends, is to take a look at where you are and how you're facing life. Are you making the effort to choose cheerfulness despite your struggles? I know that that can be difficult. I really do. But you can do it. And are you spending your time on good things? Are you living a life of well-doing? That's what it's all about. Thanks for listening and have a terrific week, my friends. Live the vibrant life.